Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. You know, with all this new free time on my hands, I, I find myself daydreaming a lot. Do you guys, do you guys daydream a lot? I do. I, I find myself drifting. I, I find myself drifting, losing myself in a, in a gooey, sentimental state of reverie. I, I, I find myself reflecting reflecting upon my my unlikely success as a as an art podcaster but then before i start choking on the on the nectar of of self-congratulation when I catch myself gloating in 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 in, in, in the jacuzzi of unsaintly hubris, I, I try to remind myself how 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 patently ridiculous this whole podcast business is. Sure, my uncanny knack for pinching the raw nerves of contemporary culture might serve some some marginal purpose, but honestly, with this foolish podcast, this podcast that communicates with thousands and and, and, and thousands and and and, 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 and thousands of, of people, people from all walks of life and from all over the world, and uh, not to mention all the all the, the silly superfluous merch that gets peddled from these different websites and all these unscrupulous distributors. I mean, it's just crazy that this 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 childish caprice of mine has has metastasized into a small empire i mean between you and me i make a a, a pretty good living off off of the lives of all these unsuspecting artists and and while i i daydream and while i drift i, I think to myself timmy timmy be grateful because in truth timmy you're a grifter. You're you're a deceitful, diabolical, yet 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 gentle genius. And and well, I I suppose it's time. I don't know how, how do they say it these days. I suppose it's time. It's time for me to pay it forward. It's time for me to pay it forward. Whatever that means. I mean. And what does that mean to pay it forward? What does forward mean? Forward. I mean, can you say, I'm gonna do the laundry forward? What does that even mean? I'm gonna wash my car forward. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. I can put my car in forward, but can I wash my car forward? Anyway, it's not important. What's important is that with all my accidental and undeserved success, it is really time that I start to give back, to, to give back to the community. It's time for me to give back to my community, to the general community. It's time for me to unplug the microphone. It's time for me to pull off those headphones and, 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 and offer myself, use my talent, my, my dubious talent, my 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 questionable and negligible talent, but to use this 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 gift 
toward the greater good, the, the, the greater good, the greater good. Or if not for the greater good, at least for the, at least, at least, at least toward the lesser bad. Anyway, so, 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 back in the spring, when my son Tommy, Tommy Black, you remember my son Tommy from episode 67, my son, some Tommy asked me back then to participate in what, and what they call career day at his middle school. I, 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 I didn't exactly jump at the chance, but, but in, in light of this giving back thing, I, I did give it some serious consideration. I mean, I, you know, what I, I mean, Tommy's a good kid. I would do anything for him. He's a, he's a good kid. He's a solid C student or, or even a C plus student. He's a good kid and, and, he, and he sort of likes school and, and I didn't have the heart to, to let him down. So, so when he asked me to speak to his class about um, my, I guess, career, I, I was actually sort of flattered. But at first I said no, of course. Because I, I was afraid that as a prerequisite, he might ask me to actually get a job. But he assured me that all he wanted to do was to offer me up, his dad, as a sort of cautionary tale. He wanted, he wanted to hold me up in front of his classmates as a kind of, how did he put it? As a, as a, as a negative example, a kind of warning of what might happen if the schools and, and the students and, and their teachers suddenly deviated from what they, what they call the core curriculum. He wanted, to, he wanted to show his friends, maybe show his teachers too, but certainly he wanted to show me the, the cold, stark, serious consequences of a life devoted to the arts. He's a, he's a clever kid. I mean, he's a clever kid, and, 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 and he was right, and he is right. I mean, all these schools waste so much time paying lip service to the virtues of creativity, of, of individuality, and the, and the life of the mind, and the power of the imagination. They're always, they're always bugging these kids about their self-esteem, about their confidence, about their, about their potential, about their hopes for the future. And I'm thinking, hey, they're in middle school, probably pretty confused with their hormones, loudly communicating in a language that they have yet to master. And, 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 and their immediate goal is, is to finally get rid of their Invisaligns and their, and their retainers. I mean, when I was a kid, my heroes were people like uh, like Louise Bourgeois and uh, and uh, and uh, I don't know Jack Kerouac uh, and maybe Jim Morrison and and all all I ever dreamed about was how to be free, how to how to feel free, how to how to live free. Problem is, I I. I <laughs> The problem is I haven't changed much since then. And if my son and his equally clever classmates aren't careful, if they allow themselves to entertain the, the possibility of, of, of leading lives defined by, I don't know, things like, 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 like hope or, or doubt, 
or, or skepticism or, or curiosity or beauty, they too could very well fall through the through the through the cracks of, of consumer capitalism and and, and 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 end up joining the Peace Corps or or getting their degrees in Russian literature. And like I said, he's sharp this this Tommy, and on a certain level he knew this, and for the benefit of his of his classmates, he wanted to sound the alarm. So anyway, in the end I couldn't let I couldn't let my boy down. So I so I put together a short PowerPoint slideshow full of less than inspiring quotations from Jean Genet and Henry Miller and, and for good measure I added a couple of dark Delphic aphorisms from uh, E.M. Cioran. I mean I, I didn't want to let the kid down but you know I I put in a few slides, my own work, I I made sure that they were pretty PG rated, and and then, and then, two days before this career day event was supposed to take place, they, they closed the, they closed the schools because of the pandemic. And, and, and in a weird way, it made me think that this whole catastrophe was somehow indirectly my fault. I mean, somehow in this cosmic whirly gig, the gods were compelled to prevent me from perpetrating this this act of of, of corruption. You, you know, in, in typical fashion, the gods overreacted. But that's a but that's a different subject for a different podcast. But the bottom line. The bottom line is on some eerie supernatural level, I, I feel that this this whole thing, this whole mess is is my fault. And, and and I've been carrying that that guilt. I've been carrying that guilty feeling ever since. So so this week's episode is really about confession. And this confession can somehow, hopefully, be some small act of atonement. Now, as for my son, I'm afraid for him there really isn't much hope. He he hates sports. He, he never belonged to any of the clubs at school. He he was a complete zero in all all those extracurricular activities. He never ran or even voted in a student council election. And and right now this summer he's doing this online course from the new school on the French Nouvelle Vague. And I figure that too is going to be on my conscience. But I I guess in all this there might be a silver lining. I mean, nobody lives forever. And if I can groom him, ready him, prepare him well enough, he might be able, like, like, like Jesus Christ before him, go into his father's business and become the future voice of the lives of contemporary artists. <laughs>